was at MongoDB, some other big successful companies now joined Ubersmith, basically, uh, again, subscription and billing, uh, business management for subscription economy, subscription companies, now 140 customers paying, caught 3,000 bucks per month. So 420 grand per month in revenue, growing, caught between, you know, maybe 50 and 100% year over year, not huge venture returns, but also not like, you know, bootstrap flat returns either. They are profitable, which is nice. 25 people between New York and other remote locations. Seven year lifetime value at about $250,000 per customer, you know, caught spending 10 to 20 grand to get the customer. Customer. So healthy payback less than 12 months as they look to scale inside of their parent company, INAP. Hello, everybody. My guest today is Kurt Daniel. He served as CEO of Ubersmith since 2014 and venture partner at NextGen Venture Partner since 2017. Previously, he helped build and scale three startups, Parallels, Worklight, and MongoDB, which obviously IPO'd. Earlier, Kurt was a lead product manager at Microsoft. Kurt, you ready to take it to the top? I am. Thanks. All right. How active were you at MongoDB? Was it, was it kind of employee number, what, seven and up to IPO or where were you? Uh, their valuation was actually, um, I think, around five hundred million when I joined. Okay, how many team members? Uh, how many employees? Uh, employees. It was. I want to say uh, it was a hundred plus. And uh, when I left, the valuation was, I think, around one point four billion, and and we had maybe three hundred plus employees. Yeah, very cool. Okay, so Ubersmith, you joined in twenty fourteen as CEO, was next gen an investor, and it went flat, and so you had to go in and save the thing, or what's the context uh-huh. there? Uh, no, I, uh, I had done three startups and, and this was my first uh, CEO gig, uh, which I was really excited about, um, having done multi- multifunctional roles at those other companies. Uh, and it happened to be um, a small uh, company within a public company. So we are owned by uh, a parent company called INAP on the NASDAQ. Uh, it's a data center services company. Uh, with uh, and, and we are part of that, but running it much like a startup inside uh, with success now for four years uh, in, in a very kind of you know, entrepreneurial Spell way. the name of your parent company? Uh, it's INAP, uh, formerly known as Internap. Uh, which is the ticker is INAP. Got it. Okay, INAP. Now, so so when you look at actually the cap table of Uber Smith, I mean, d- d- is it owned 100% by INAP or you've got 10% for yourself? There's an option pool for equities like a typical startup. Yeah, uh, good question. It's uh, it's 100% owned by the parent. Uh, and then uh, uh, some, some folks have, uh, anyone who has stock at Ubersmith has stock in the parent company stock. Okay, interesting. So why a guy like you, you have all this experience. I mean, why not go start fresh? You own 100% of the cap table, launch a business from scratch. Why do this inside a big beast? Um, I am, I think, uh, I don't know that I'm a founder uh, type, although I've helped uh, founders uh, as an advisor, independent director, when they've had as little as, you know, one person or a couple founders. Uh, and I joined Worklight when they had 20 or so people. When I joined Parallels, they had uh, 100 plus people. I think I'm more of a growth person uh, and long-term kind of, you know, product growth, uh, business growth, uh, team building, that kind of person. So I'm entrepreneurial, but not necessarily a founder. Um, uh, but I love, I love startups. And for me, I fell in love with the product and the space in terms of subscriptions, in terms of the cloud and where um, data centers and IT infrastructure is moving to. And I feel like we're uh, both, you know, riding and enabling both of those waves. Um, so just to be clear for people not familiar with you, you're essentially a subscription business management. Correct. Subscription yeah. billing. We also do subscription uh, quoting, uh, order management, uh, monitoring and ticketing and that kind of thing. So it's a really it's a modern um, SAP or Oracle, if you will, focused on subscriptions, but also going deep uh, with the cloud and doing turnkey billing, uh, which is really interesting. Turnkey billing for things like virtualization, bandwidth. <laughs> So are you a SaaS company or is this professional services? Uh, it's a SaaS company and a software company and, and uh, almost no professional services. Okay, so you just said kind of custom billing. Uh, what do you mean? Do you have a team building out custom billing solutions or what? 
Uh, we don't have a team building, our, our customers build them themselves with our platform. Uh, we have a, a, a nice API documentation and a plugin system, uh, which we launched this past year. We also build dozens of integrations ourselves, but at a product level, yeah. not at a services level. So think of payments integrations. We integrate with 60 plus payment gateways around the world. Uh, we integrate with uh, tax solutions and also a lot of geek, interesting geeky things like uh, on-app uh, for people who want to set up cloud, like a cloud service provider. Uh, or control panels for hosting or um, certain things like that. And walk me through on average, what's a, what's a company or a new company going to pay you for, uh, for all these things per month? Oh, uh, they can start as little as $200 a month, which is quite approachable. Uh, and our largest customer pays us tens of thousands of dollars already per month. Um, and so, you know, that number um, is expected to go up over time as well. It's a, it's a nice range. Uh, on average, it's, it's about, uh, I think, uh, 3000 or so plus or minus uh, MRR per customer. Okay. 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 So 3000 bucks a month. So you're kind of pushing mid-market enterprise at that, at that price point. Uh, yeah, we can actually, uh, we can actually go, um, pretty startupy, uh, pretty small. No, uh, I get so that. I get that. You work for everyone. I totally get it. Everyone says that, but at 3000 bucks a month average, you're really catered towards mid-market enterprise, even though you might have a long tail of, you know, $200 a month customers. Um, actually the sweet spot is probably between 10 and, and like 300 employees. And I wouldn't describe that exactly the market segments that you said. So okay. I, I think it's, I'd say it's, it's solidly SMB. Okay. But 3000 bucks a month on average. Yeah. Okay. So it's a lot to get from an SMB. That's true. Um, but we only have maybe five plus customers that are public companies that use us. The rest are all squarely SMB out of, uh, you know, 140 or so customers in, in 13 countries. Okay. So 140 customers today. I mean, can I do the math? 140 times that 3000 you just gave me, we can kind of back sure. into what 420 in terms of MRR. Uh, it, that's a, that's, I can't disclose like super specific information, but I can say that you're in the ballpark. Sure. Okay. And in terms of growth rate, just on this branch of the business, obviously you're part of a parent company, but I mean, doubling you over a year, tripling you over a year, what are you kind of grown at? Uh, we are growing, you know, um, every year I've been here, uh, and, uh, the growth is not, I wouldn't say it's your typical, like it, think of it as like a, a group within a, you know, a public company that's been established for quite a while. It's not your typical venture growth where you're double or tripling a year per, per year. Uh, it's very good growth. It is interestingly, um, you know, very profitable. Um, so it's growing and profitable and, um, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a really interesting, uh, financially, uh, um, as a business. Uh, the team size right now, what are you guys at? 20 to 30 people. It's just on this product, not the parent company. Just on this, yeah. Okay, interesting. So 25. And then look, the, the, the tricky thing about your kind of business is it's hard to understand how effective you're being with capital because the parent company can essentially subsidize you as long as you need it. Now, you said as a unit, you are profitable, but have they put in a bunch of money at the beginning to get it going or are they continuing to subsidize it as time goes on? Uh, we're funding it from our just our operations and progress. So there's, there's no investment, so to speak. There's just a decision. The main decision is how much do we spend on marketing uh, and how many people do we have on the team? So it's just a headcount investment discussion each year, but it's always funded from the profit. There's never, uh, there's never like a, a cash investment. It always comes out of the growth and out of the profit. Okay. Uh, and where's the team based? All New York? Uh, headquartered in New York City, uh, right next to Bryant Park. And then we have a CTO office in Montreal, which has worked out really well for us. He came from a sister company. Uh, and a customer uh, company and customer and sister customer company. Um, and uh, we have an operations office in between uh, in Albany near uh, RPI. And then we have a couple people, uh, one in Switzerland, uh, one in the Philippines for uh, sales and support uh, for global operations. Great. And then talk to me about churn. It's critical in any SaaS company. What's your churn today and how do you keep it low? 
Uh, our customers stay on average around seven years, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, there's a lot of land and expand. So starting out kind of low and just growing and staying up with us for a really long time. I think billing is sticky. I think subscription billing is stickier. And then when you look at this suite that we have and these turnkey billing things we do, we're not just another billing company. Uh, there's so many uh, dozens of billing companies, I'm sure uh, you're even aware, not in the billing space yourself, uh, that, that look a lot similar to each other. Um, I like that we really have that, um, that clear differentiation and, and, uh, and so forth. Yeah. So, so an 84 month LTV or seven years, I mean, that would mean you're churning what about 1.5% of your logos per month on average. Uh, that's, that's probably a fair ballpark. How do you, how do you get to the seven years? I guess is my question. Oh, uh, we, um, uh, yeah, I mean, we take the, the, we take the customer base and look at, yeah, the percent churn and then just kind of multiply yeah. out or whatever. Just one divide, one divided by monthly churn. And then that gives you the seven years. Yeah. Interesting. What, so in terms of, in terms of being aggressive about customer acquisition, right? So to get a new $3,000 a month customer, what, what are you paying fully weighted CAC to get that customer? How aggressive are you being? Yeah, we've calculated this a few different ways. Um, I, I don't, I, um, uh, and it's a little bit difficult to calculate because we spend so little on marketing. Um, and we have such a small kind of go to market team. So we have basically one marketing person right now. Uh, and we have, um, uh, basically, you know, one or two, uh, two salespeople. It's inside sales. It's a lot of word of mouth. It's a lot of just SEO for, uh, cloud billing, data center billing, and people just coming to us. A lot of referrals. A lot of people leave our customers after those seven years or within those seven years, uh, come, come, they start a new company or join a new company and come, come to us. So it's, we, what we really want to do as a company is not only just build out the product, um, and, and but also to build out the, the go to market. Um, and okay. you know, so you don't, you're not really tracking then fully weighted CAC at this point. Cause you know, it's a good number. I, I mean, I, we're not, that's not something we track. Um, frequently I've, we've done the exercise a few times in the last year or two. And, um, it's, I, um, the, the, uh, it's, it's not something I want to, you know, reveal at this point. I don't think it's that interesting. Yeah. Um, because you're, it's mainly just taking salaries and taking portions of jobs and, and kind of calculating it that way. We don't have like this enormous marketing budget. And uh, by the way, but that's true for tons of companies. I mean, that is that is usually the biggest part of CAC is is headcount. Uh, so, I mean, it is valuable. I know it's valuable. Seven, you take the seven years um, and then you take like the 3000 MRR and you come up with a pretty big number. It's 250 and, grand in terms of LTV. CAC, CAC came up with, I think it was around like 20 grand or something, but there's different ways to do it. Yep. Um, so you spend 20 grand, uh, but you get, um, yeah, what's, what's the math on that? 250, 250 grand. Right. So it's clearly fundable, but, uh, we're just, const- um, you know, we just, if we have more people, we can actually really take advantage of that. Yeah. But, but the tricky thing is it takes you seven years though to make the quarter million, right? So if you spend 20, 20 grand up front and you're only making three grand a month, I mean, it's actually healthy. It's still less than a 12 month payback, but you can get into trouble if you look at a really long LTV and then, but your payback's like three years, you can get a big cash gap issues. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. And, uh, I want to, again, I haven't, I haven't looked at the exercise recently. It's a, it's a good, good, uh, good thing for me to do, uh, uh, tonight to refresh that number. Um, the whole team has kind of cha- changed. We've done some, some of that. And, uh, I should look at maybe the number was actually more like, uh, five or $10,000 or something like that. I should yeah. Look at it. Yeah. No, I was just curious. Uh, okay. Very good. And then, um, good stuff. Uh, let's wrap up here with the famous five Kurt. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Oh, um, uh, maybe too many to mention, but the the shoe dog. I read a lot of tech and startup books, but the shoe dog uh, about the uh, the Nike story, kind of how the accountant started uh, reselling Japanese shoes out of his car at track meets. I thought was really interesting. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Um, uh, in particular, I've I've learned a lot from the ones I've worked with. I I, I look at the, the large tech companies. Can like you name one? 
Um, I know Bezos, Jeff Bezos at Amazon. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the company? Favorite online tool? Um, geez, I don't know. Slack uh, has been awesome and there's so many other wonderful tools. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, between six and eight. Okay. And what's your situation? Married, single kiddos? Uh, married to two young daughters. Oh, wonderful. And how old are you? Uh, how old am I? I am uh, 45. 45. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Uh, just to, um, be even more entrepreneurial earlier, take more risks earlier and, um, be more aggressive earlier. Guys, be more aggressive earlier. Coming from Kurt, was at MongoDB, some other big successful companies now joined Ubersmith. Basically, uh, again, subscription and billing, uh, business management for subscription economy, subscription companies. Now 140 customers paying, caught 3,000 bucks per month. So 420 grand per month in revenue, growing, caught between, you know, maybe 50 and 100% year over year. Not huge venture returns, but also not like, you know, bootstrap flat returns either. They are profitable, which is nice. 25 people between New York and other remote locations. Seven year lifetime value at about $250,000 per customer. Customer, you know, call it spending 10 to 20 grand to get the customer. So healthy payback less than 12 months as they look to scale inside of their parent company, INAP. Kurt, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks so much.